What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Drew Raj up in the building, and you know what day it is. You know what time it is. I am joined by professional handicapper, Mr. Danny Domino himself, who had a very good week last week. I think he went seven and six overall. Your boy, I'm not going to say my full record, but I only hit two picks. If you listen last week, you do the math. So either this week you fade me or you come back on the trail because, you know, regression to the mean is a real thing. But today we have our pick them and folks get ready to make some money. You are locked on Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. Pick them edition with Mr. Danny Domino himself. It's your boy, Drew Jake Rogers, up in the building. I'm joined by my tribunal of thickness compadre, Mr. Danny Domino himself, at 18 underscore Wheeler. Danny, how you feeling, my guy? Feeling real good, especially since uh, those Braves, they won the World Series. I know you're real excited about that, but um, I'm feeling great today. How have you been? Yeah, go yourself. <laughs> um yeah, folks, if you don't know, I'm a uh, big Marlins fan. One of our big rivals actually is the Braves, but I hate them also for more personal and also just the congratulations to them. I am. A, I will say that I do love Freddie Freeman, probably the most likable person in baseball. Also, Ronald Acuna Jr. is probably one of my favorite players. He's from my dad's hometown of Venezuela. But congrats to them. Congrats to you, Danny. Enjoy it, but um, go f*** yourself. Um, but we're not here to discuss baseball. We're here to discuss our picks, and we're going to catch up with what happened last week because I am a, I'm a man of, you know, of integrity. Your boy did poor last week. Your boy overall. My first bad week on the pod. I went two and nine. Two and nine. I have to own it. It's not good for the year. But Danny, you actually had your first pause week in the past two weeks. You went seven and six overall. And yo, let them know. Could have been eight and five if that uh, last second Florida State debacle didn't happen. Um, the nice thing is, all my losers were pretty easy losers, and all my winners were pretty easy winners. So it's a pretty sweat-free week for the most part. Yeah, I kind of knew I was going to be in, a ba- in for a bad weekend when I saw FSU didn't cover the lo- their spread and also didn't cover the total to the under at that on that on a single last play. I just sat there I'm like, you know what? I deserve this. I've been doing well, pretty well for the past four past month and a half. And you know what? It happens. But we're here to turn the page, not stay on there. But Danny, great week last week. Proud of you. You need it after a few weeks, but. Now we're here to get some new winners for the folks, for the people. So let's bring it up and let's go with your first card. Ben, your card. Absolutely. I'm going to start with my super dog. Um, and I'm going to South Alabama plus four. They're plus 155-ish on the money line. Um, I absolutely love this team. I've talked about them a couple of times. They got Jalen Tolbert, who is probably the most underappreciated receiver in the whole country. He's got 60 catches for 1,000 yards of six tutties. Um, and then Kane Womack, who is the youngest head coach in D1. Um, he was Indiana's D.C. the last couple years when everyone talked about how good Indiana's defense was. Um, and then their last three, they won by 18. They lost by 10. And then they won by 27. Troy's last three have been lost by seven. And then two wins by three. Um, they do have two common opponents. Um, I forget who the one is now that I'm looking at my notes, but 
South Alabama beat them by 27, and Troy beat them by three. And then they also both played UL Monroe. Um, South Alabama lost by 10. Troy lost by 13. So, I mean, I think they're pretty comparable. I think plus four, you're going to have the best play, best two players on the field for South Alabama, and you have the best coach in the matchup. So give me the Jags out of South Alabama plus four. And plus 55 if you're feeling frisky. Okay, I can get behind that. I'm not going to take that because last time I took anything involving South Alabama, I got burned. Um, and Arkansas State, thank you so much for that and making me realize not to be so reckless this week. So I'm going to take a little more disciplined Drake approach. So okay. I'm going to back and send my positivity your way, which worked wonders last week for you. So I'm staying out of it. But, folks, take Danny Superdog of South Alabama plus four. If you're a little frisky, as he usually is, takes Alabama plus 155 on the money line to win outright. Now, Danny, where are we off to next? I'm... Going to go to the Big Ten. And I'm going to rock with Sparty minus three against Purdue. And I'm also going to be on that over 54. Um, Michigan State, everyone knows they came out there number three in the college football rankings. They still have to play Ohio State and Penn State the rest of this year. But luckily for them, the next week is at Maryland. Um, so there's not really a huge look-ahead spot here. Next week is a spot where you could look at fading Michigan State. Um, but right now, I think minus three, Purdue already beat Iowa, so it's going to have Sparty's attention as well. Um, Michigan State's just a better bounce, better offense, better defense, better coaching, if you want to look at it that way, even though Jeff Brom, are we or are we not? I think everyone knows that clip. Um, yep. Yeah, I figured. And the over, Purdue averages over 300 yards passing a game. Michigan State gives up 300 yards passing a game. Numbers are a little off because they did play Western Kentucky, who threw for almost 500 yards. And they gave up almost 400 to Miami through the air. A couple late uh, big plays for the Hurricanes. Sort of bumped that up. But I think Michigan State's going to get up there. I think they're going to be up there in 35-ish range. Uh, I think Purdue can put 21 points up, and 35 plus 21 is 56, which is the over. So I actually took Michigan State at open at minus three, which I actually do like that pick a lot. I'm going to ride with you on that one, mainly because I do think that it's at the point now that we were we were waiting for Michigan State to fall, just fall and slip on their face, right, where – their passing attack isn't strong enough, but they're just being carried by a very sound defense, very sound offense, and Heisman, Dark Horse, Kansas Walker III, KW3. So I actually do like Michigan State minus three. However, I don't like taking overs in these games primarily because their offensive attack is very, I don't want to say mediocre. It just doesn't bring, it's its nothing, it's like a plant. It's just there. They, they, they have you hate Big Ten offenses. I do hate Big Ten offenses. I'm I'm selfish. I'm sorry. It's all you I got a beef. I got a bias. I ain't going to lie to you. So I'm going to go against you here. I'm actually going to take the under at 54 instead, uh, primarily because, like, I mean, Jeff Brom, I don't think is a very good head coach. I think he had the one good year. Purdue, I mean, they're always good. They're always good to scare, you know, top-ranked teams yeah. while they're unranked. So give me the under 54. So, folks, ride with the boys here with Michigan State minus three. However, we are at odds with our odds. 
take the over if you're feeling frisky with Danny at 54 or right with your boy, take the under at 54. Now, Daniel, where are we out to next? I'm going to go over to Conference USA. I don't know how much longer it's going to exist, so I'm getting all the plays in while we can. Um, North North Texas minus five. They're playing Southern Miss, who might be one of the worst teams in the country, even though every time I say this, the team somehow wins that week. Um, Folks, take, but, take, take, take them now. Take those miss now. <laughs> uh, Southern Miss, their last four games, they've been losing by over 19 points a game. Um, North Texas is coming off a big win. The week before, they were up 12 on Liberty in the third quarter. And, man, I just – DeAndre Torrey, he's my boy. He's my under-the-radar spotlight I'm going to give credit to this week. Running back for North Texas, has 900 yards. He's got eight tighties on the season already. I just think this is a perfect spot for a huge blowout for a team with confidence in North Texas and a team that's pretty much packed it in in Southern Miss. And Southern Miss only averages 250 yards a game. It's that four and a half, even better. Um, Southern Miss is bad. North Texas is not as bad, and they're a team of confidence. Give it to me. The main green, North Texas, minus four and a half. So here's my thing with this one. I'm not I'm not going against you in this one because I don't know that much about Southern Miss other than they are bad. I, I do agree with you. They're probably one of the worst teams in the country. That's why they're having such issues with coaching and everything. But North Texas is also a pretty damn bad team. And also, yeah. everyone knows, is Seth Luttrell still the head coach there? Has he been fired yet? Um, not, I cannot tell you that. Yeah, hold on. Let me, folks, this is what you come here for, for to see whether or not people are still have their jobs. Give me one second. Because I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's still there. Yeah. And the one big thing is that I've been hearing coach members that he's out mainly because people are just sick and tired of like how anemic his offenses are, his defense. Like nothing just is done well at all whatsoever. And he missed a window by going to a new head coaching job when they actually were pretty good two years ago. Sounds like he's coaching for a job. I love it. So with Willie Tiger, you know what happened with that? We got blown up by Miami. So I'm going to stay out of this one, but I do, like I said before, we sent, this is a positive vibes only show. So Danny, take North Texas at minus four and a half. You want to ride with the boy. North Texas minus four and a half. And I look at the total. It's at 48. Maybe see if that moves to 49. Maybe take that under. But we'll see what it, we'll see what it is on, on Saturday afternoon. So Danny, what's your next pick? I'm going to a game that I know you like. Um, it's going to be a nice little bankroll builder here. I'm on Wake Forest plus 115. Um, I think Wake Forest is getting disrespected. They came in, I believe, 10th in the CFP initial rankings, which, I mean, I just think that's no respect for the ACC, but then you see they ranked. Oklahoma at eight, and they're undefeated. So I can't be too mad about that one. Um, but Hartman's the real deal. Jakari Roberson is the real deal. Dave Clawson, I know you've been hyping him up, but that's a program that flies under the radar. They constantly are not contending for ACC titles, but they're not in the bottom. They're not. Duke, they're not. He's done a great job up there. 
and I think they know they have something special going on. North Carolina is not a good team. Um, all the preseason rankings and all that stuff was wrong. I did, they're coming off a big – they gave up 44 points to Notre Dame last week. And if they're scoring – if Notre Dame's scoring 44 on you, Wake is going to score points. So, give me the Demon Deeks plus 115, and I'll be more than happy to start my uh, afternoon with a new Moneyline Dog winner. Yeah, I'm actually – so, with Dave Clawson <laughs> – you, I, someone asked me, I think a few years ago, when, when we fired Tiger, do you want Dave Clawson head coach? I was like, absolutely not. And now, two, three years ago, I'm like, damn, we could have really had Dave Clawson. And it's just more the fact that he's able to make a coach. Like, I don't think he would be. He would. I don't think he'd be a fit here. I really don't. I think he has to be at a smaller school with a private school. I remember like Wake Forest. The fact that they're number ten in the country while being the smallest Power Five school and the sixth smallest FBS school is nothing sort of amazing. It's mainly because of his dynamic play calling and the personnel he actually picks for his proxy pro- his program. It's crazy to me. And like you were saying before, like they have Sam Hartman, who probably is, I think he's a better QB than Kenny Pickett, primarily because he's improved every single year while Kenny Pickett had three years of being average and then out of nowhere just blows up because he actually is asked to do everything under the sun. But you have Jakar Roberson, stud wide receiver, and then you have A.T. Perry on the other side to supplement him with Christian Beal Smith too as well. Yeah. So. I love Wake in this spot because UNC this year reminds me of FSU in 2018, who was picked or favored in every damn game. And I bet against us a lot that year. It made me a lot of money because I knew how bad that team was. Kudos to Max for being the first one to say that UNC was going to be good this year because they lost Michael Carter, Javante Williams, Deami Brown, Daz Newsom. They lost lost everyone but Sam Howell. Exactly. And Sam Howell's still playing really good. It's not his fault. He's still yeah. playing like like a first round quarterback. He's just the team around him isn't just isn't good anymore. They're not. So, yeah. as you can tell, folks, this is officially the double down of the weekend. Wake plus one fifteen. Go Demon Deacons. We're gonna be you know corralling some Tar Heels and the over at seventy seventy six and a half is super super high. Yeah, I'm gonna be that guy. Uh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it honestly. I don't I'm know if you're going over under here. I don't know. I don't know where you're going. I'm going to take the over in this game at seven six and a half. <laughs> I, didn't, primarily, I had no idea where you were going. Pri- primarily because I think I've taken the under in those games a lot. This is a game I really, really do think that there's going to be no defense play because Wake's defense has been hurt a lot the past few weeks. Yeah. I think they're out seven. I think they're out five to six starters on that on the side of the ball, which is so, which is insane. So, folks, take the double down plus one fifteen. And even though it's going to be disciplined this week, also, if you want to ride with me, take the over at 76 and a half. So just so you know something about this over, if I'd have known you were going on it, I would have told you. Just a second. I'm looking it up here. So there's been 16 games this year that had midweek point totals over 70. Mm-hmm. Only two of them have gone over. So totals over 70s, the unders are 14 and 2. Let's flip that, folks. We're taking the <laughs> under 76 and a half because I can't right. go against numbers like that. So, folks, I was, just, I was just letting you know there that I saw that on ESPN and thought it was an interesting little tidbit. Yeah, no, actually, you know what, Danny? Thank you for that. That's why we keep you around. That's why I keep you around. So, folks, take Wake at plus 115, which is the official double down of the weekend and also Dan's bankroll builder. And also, take your un- if you're undisciplined like myself, even though I'm going to be reforming myself this week, take the under at 76 and a half for Wake Forest UNC. 
Uh, Daniel, where are we off to next? As you can see by the hat, I talked about it last weekend. My Bulldogs from Fresno State. I'm going to keep this one quick. Minus five at home. It's going to be electric. Boise State's defense gives up over 400 yards a game. Fresno State averages 480 yards per game. I'm expecting Fresno State to win this game 75 to nothing. Give me the Bulldogs. I don't know if they're, they have a chant or anything, but I'm going to be all about the Bulldogs this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to ride that too. I love Fresno State. I think overall, I mean, we discussed their affinity for Jake Hayner, their quarterback there, the uniform, former University of Washington transfer. And Boise State, to me, is a team that it should be better, but they're not. I just yeah, don't. It's, a, it's I, sort I don't, of weird. It, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, honestly. But I'm not going to go any, any more than that than you did because I think just basically – it's Fresno State, folks. Yeah. This, this, is a, this is officially a Bulldog gambling show. We love the Bulldogs. We're a big Jake Hayner <laughs> fan club. Shout out to the boy. So, folks, right with the boys. Take Fresno State at minus five against Boise State. Yeah, I don't see anything else on there that I actually would take. So, folks, take Fresno State at minus five. Go Bulldogs. And, Danny, where are we out to next? I um, want to give a shout out to college basketball starting on Tuesday. I will officially be locked in my room forever. Um, quick little play. Put the V's up. Villanova plus 1,400 to win the national title if you're looking to get a little long-term play in there. Not oh, a bad one. Bringing, bringing back Colin Gillespie. You got the best coach in the country in Jay Wright. Give them to me. Wildcats. But outside of that, I think we're ready to uh, load them up and go to the six-shooter. I don't know about that, Danny. You have um, – uh... There's a specific team. Oh, there. there is one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm about, I'm about to say, Danny, you can't be forgetting about right. your favorite. That's on me. Yeah. That's on yeah. me. Do you want to lead it off since you brought it up? I will do. I will. I will tee you up. How about that? Because I do know this is a team, folks, that I I know a lot a lot about. Primarily being living down the South Florida area, so I get a lot of Valley Sports Florida. Shout out. Um, FIU sucks. FIU is not good at the football. They really are not. That's a team that Danny, I try to tell him, warn about against FAU a few weeks ago. They have Butch Davis, the former uh, Miami Hurricanes head coach from, from the late 90s. And they play Old Dominion this weekend. And I'm pretty sure FIU is a, is a loss away. If they can get relegated, that would save them from the disgrace you're about to watch on Saturday. So, Danny, take it away. All right. Well, thanks for the tee up there. I'm riding Old Dominion minus three. Um, it's more of a fade of FIU than a play on Old Dominion. Their, uh, their last eight, I believe, they're losing by – or last six, however many. They're losing by a total of almost 27 points. Um, and I talked about Old Dominion a couple weeks ago. If you go back to listen when they played Marshall, it was a team that was close to winning. And once they got the taste, I think they're going to keep doing it. They took Marshall to overtime that week as a 21-point dog. And Marshall's 7-3. and three. They also lost to UTEP by 7, who's 6-2. and two, And they scored a touchdown um, with like five minutes to go and got the two-point conversion to go up 7, so they were winning there. And then they lost by one at Buffalo, who – Buffalo's a good MAC team. They have talent there, so I like it. And I'm also going to be on the team total over 27 um, is what it should be at somewhere in that general area. Um, FIU's defense gives up 485 yards of offense. That might be on pace to be the worst defense of all time. That has to be close. 
<clears throat> they're giving up 36 points, six points per game. And their last six teams have all hit this team total over. Give me Old Dominion, give me the Monarchs, and give me the team total over 27, 27 and a half, 37. I don't care. They're hitting you over. This is going to be a big win for the Monarchs. And now, Danny, it's about that time. It's about, it's about that time. time. It's about that time. It is six shooter time, baby. Let me get the timer up real quick. Let me get the little caption. Oh, folks, whenever we do the uh, the picks here, we always we always want to make sure we send you off with the best picks available, especially when you know your boy goes two and nine from the week before. But we're here to rectify that this week, and Danny is here to continue his hot streak. So, Danny, let me get my timer up. And remember, it's just as hard to uh, lose a bet as it is to win. Could have been nine and two. Exactly. It's, that's why we call it gambling and not winning. Now, Danny, you want to take a, deep, take a little deep breath? I'm good. I already took my drink of water. Okay. I think okay. I'm good. All right. Start you in five, four, three, two. Folks, don't forget to like and subscribe. Two, one, go. I'm going to start going with Navy against at Notre Dame. I'm buying it up to 21. Right now it's 20 and a half. I think 21 is your magic number there. Um, Oklahoma State, minus three and a half going to Morgantown. I think Oklahoma State is – are, is that team in the Big 12? I think they win the Big 12. Auburn, Texas A&M, under 49. Bo Nix on the road. Jimbo's defense is incredible this year. Um, and another big recruiting weekend for them. I think Jimbo shows out. Marshall, minus one at FAU. Marshall is the class of Conference USA. And they're going to prove it again, beating, um, going down to Boca Raton and beating Florida Atlantic. Um, Tennessee, Pick them against Kentucky. Kentucky's struggling a little bit. Tennessee's finally starting to hit their stride. And to close out the trend of my away teams I'm betting on, give me Houston minus 13 at South Florida. South Florida cannot throw. Houston's going to shut down that run. Houston minus 13. I'm sorry, Danny. No, I went on. I went a little too far on. You went a little too far. One minute and three seconds. You went. You took us out. That's. Went too deep in South Florida, man. You went way too deep in South Florida, my God. When I did these, I looked at them, and I realized all five uh, ATS that I took are all on the road. All right, Danny. Unfortunately, you did not hit your, you know, under the minute mark. So hopefully, you know, I can bring some something a little bit back for the promised land for the folks out here. So, Danny, if you can give me a little bit of countdown, we can head off. All right, you ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Folks, take Army Air Force under 37. I know it's a really low number, but trends, I think since 2005, I think they hit a 65% clip when it comes to Surface Academy unders. So take the under at Army Air Force 37. I'll take Ole Miss at minus 9.5. Folks, it's Ole Miss. They're playing Liberty. All Liberty has is Malik Willis, and I think Lane Kiffin needs to prove a point after last week. Next, I'm going to agree with Danny. Take Navy plus 21. Navy is actually a pretty decent team since the beginning of the year, and Notre Dame, they're not pretty good stopping the run, and that's all Navy pretty much freaking does. So take Navy plus 21. Lastly, take Mississippi State plus five against Arkansas. I think Mississippi State since the beginning of the year is actually probably one of the better teams actually in the SEC. And I think Arkansas with Sam Pittman is kind of hitting a little bit of a wall. Take Mississippi State plus five. Next, take the FAU Marshall over seven and a half. That's my well right now. I think Willie Tiger actually has something good with Nkosi Perry in that offense. So hit the over fit seven and a half. And lastly, take the real crown jewel of Conference USA with the UTSA Real Runners. Beep, beep, at minus 11. Because UTSA with Jeff Trailer, that's a damn good team with a damn good head coach. What was mine? 103. 
103 what? 27. Ah, uh, you were 103.9. What? Because no. you had to get the jab in about the real crowd jewel of Conference USA. Listen, I love the Roadrunners. I love them. Meet me all day. But until Marshall isn't, they are. Or some stupid quote I've heard before. Marshall's still the class of the Conference USA. I hate you so much. I damn it. Damn it. I, you started that late, folks. Danny, sorry, you started that early. I don't believe Danny for a damn <laughs> I don't believe that's dirty as hell. Hey, folks. all you got to do is edit four seconds out. Just just edit something out and you'll be under. Oh, Dan. Oh, you, you bet. You damn best damn believe I'm going to edit that <laughs> out. But, folks, thank you so much for the love and support. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. We have our podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. It, it means a lot that you guys actually listen to the, like our gambling show on Saturdays or Fridays or actually whenever we're dropping this because we work hard on this. Like me and Dane, we love doing this, and also we bet our own money on this. So trust me, we can tell when you know we're having a good week or a bad week, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah, trust me, because you can tell the mood with that. But we do this for y'all. We do this to make sure that we give you the best picks possible. And please, as well, always, if you can, like us, subscribe to us on YouTube, hit the little bell button so we don't get all the content, whether it be this or the main episodes or the Know Your Foe that we just dropped with. Evan from the Red and White Podcast, also from Ken Gibbs from Locked on Wolfpack. And Danny, got anything else to say? Uh, to your point about Air Force and Army under, in the last um, 49 games between service academies, the unders are 39, 9, and 1. So it's what? actually even better than the 65% that you said. That's hitting oh my above God. 75%, I believe. Oh, God, that makes me so damn happy. But folks, they always hey. Under promise and over deliver, buddy. Remember Under that. promise and over deliver. We take that to the grave with content. We take that to the grave with gambling. And folks, that is it for today. Thank you so much for love and support. For Drake, that was Danny. We'll see you all next time on Locked on Seminoles, baby. Happy gambling. Happy gambling. Go Knowles. Nevada Wolfpack. Season starts on Tuesday. Let's go.